my sisters, you know we are coffee stands here at OKSIS, and of course, a major proponent of propelling women forward. So what if we told you that your morning coffee could support girls going to school? With Goran Goza Coffee's Girls Run the World blend, you can do just that. Girls Run the World Blend, I'm so down. Each bag equals a day of education for a young woman in Mozambique. And as you ladies know, my husband has been getting super into coffee over here at my house during quarantine. So he made a nice, rich, incredible pour over with the Girls Run the Coffee World Blend. And we can say quality is A++. So obviously we got you sisters a deal so you can start your morning right with quality coffee while also making an impact in women's education. Use code OKSIS, that's O-K-A-Y-S-I-S, for 20% off your first order at gorongozacoffee.com. That's G-O-R-O-N-G-O-S-A coffee.com for premium coffee with real impact. And as always, that link is in the show notes. Happy coffee drinking, sisters, and let's just all agree that girls run the world. Welcome to OK Sis. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy. As we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. Ready, Ready, sisters? Welcome back to another happy hour on OK Sis. This is Mads. This is Scout, and we are the sisters behind OKSIS podcast. And sorry, sisters, that we did not have a happy hour last week, but we are back. We are in action, and we are here. We are here with the glorious, the ever vibrant Bianca Valle. Hey, girl. Hey. Hi, guys. I was going to applaud. It just sounded, that was like <laughs> such a build up. To, it sounded like someone was going to be so fabulous. You guys, I'm just another kid. Just on oh the God. block. Stop. So a um, little backstory. Bianca and I went to high school together and she was on OKSIS like in the very, very beginning. Super so you beginning. took a chance on us. Yeah. You took a chance on us and oh, took so a happy chance. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, you guys are fire. It was all fire from the start. My favorite part was when we were interviewing you in the middle, you were like, is this live? Is this live? And I'm like, do you know what a podcast is, Bianca? <laughs> It was this so was cute. Forever ago, literally forever. Like before podcasts were like a household thing, I feel. Yeah, we it was like over a year went, ago. Yeah, we went to your home, your childhood home. Your mom walked in in the middle. It was just like a whole vibe. It was beautiful. <laughs> We've grown guys, so much since there. Since I then. know. Bianca, we just got on the Zoom call and she was like, let me go put on some rosehip oil. And I'm like, yes, girl, this is the energy I need. I've been just like waiting to talk to you because you bring such a positive light to the internet. I don't think anyone else brings such positivity and openness to the internet other than you. That's so kind. Thank you. I mean, to be honest, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. And I think maybe that's what we were talking about this last time on the pod that I just like don't watch. I try to not watch anything. I like don't really follow too much. And I just like try and stay in my lane and do my thing and follow my light. And I've been so lucky that it's worked. It's worked so far and I cannot recommend it more. I'm not saying to not read the news or like not educate yourself and inform yourself, but there's definitely a fine line 
to where it comes too much. And when it feels like it's too much, you need to honor yourself and just like take a step back and do your thing. Mm -hmm. And how has that like manifested itself in quarantine? Because I feel like we're home. We don't have much distraction with our careers. Some people are out of jobs and the only thing they can turn to is like social media and the news. How do you maintain that same principle in quarantine? I think that I just have this inner, I I think it's just like belief. I just, I'm very lucky that I stay holding on to the notion that I can do anything I put my heart towards. And I think any human can. Um, I really believe in the power of, of, I was about to say man, in the power of woman. (laughs) And if you want something, you can definitely walk towards it. And what I want is to not let this shake me no matter what happens. I mean, my career has also taken a hit like everybody else's. I'm quarantined alone. My family is across the United States. My apartment is literally a speck in Chinatown. I don't have, I can't move to it. I mean, I could, the list goes on of, of all the negatives, if you will, but I just try and solely focus on what I do have. And I try and remind myself how lucky I am. And I try and practice a lot of gratitude and just focus on the beauty around me. And it's a, you know, I think it's a choice. I really think you decide, you say, Hey, I'm going to just choose to look on the bright side or choose to see the negative. And it's for some, it's more difficult than others for sure. Just like Maybe for me, it's more difficult to get through a 45 minute exercise video and some people can just do it, you know, but in theory, I could do it if I really, really push myself and then there's like a, a reward, you know? So I, I really think that it's, there's a sense of, of being rewarded when you push yourself to do the best for you. Mm. What has your quarantine mood been like? And I don't want to dwell too much on the current situation, but I mean, it's just inevitable. It's part of our new normal now. So we're going to address it, but what have you seen fluctuations? Have you kind of been thriving during this time? Like what are your, what are your moods? I'm all over the map. I'm all over the map. And I try and share that with Instagram, but I think as a form of like self-preservation, my way of showing it is by actually not showing it. I think right now during quarantine, for the first time in my life, I've gone, what means life in my Instagram life, I've gone multiple days back to back, not posting on stories, um, not posting on my grid. I delete the app. I like sometimes on Friday at like five, I just delete it and then re-download it like Sunday afternoon, which never, it never, I never used to feel inclined to delete Instagram Um, because I was like, it's just Instagram, like just put it aside. It's fine. But I think right now during quarantine, since the phone is like, if anything, one of my only sources of connecting to the outside world, since I am alone in my apartment, um, it's been really interesting. I've cried a lot. I've eaten a lot. I've exercised a lot. I've listened a lot. I've slept a little. I've spoken a lot. I've read a lot um, cleaned a lot. And I think self-soothed, I have self-soothed myself a lot. 
Yeah, I love the idea of self-soothing because I think that that's what everyone's kind of coming to terms with because usually when you go through a rough patch, there's a friend that you can talk to whose life is going well and things are fine with them and you can kind of lean on them as your rock to get you through a certain time. But now, like, we're all going through the same thing and we can connect to one another, but we can't, like, completely be like, I need you this week, girl. Like, I need you to be there for me. Of course, we're there for one another, but we really, really need to be there for ourselves. Yeah, and I think that that's something that I'm so grateful for during quarantine is that I've made it a mission. I mean, the second this thing happened, my parents were like, Bianca, come quarantine in California in the sunshine. You can go in the backyard and like, we have our dog. And I said, you know what, guys? I, even though this is going to be rough, I think this is literally the universe's gift to me to learn to become... Uh, and there's such a fine line of independent and like putting up walls, you know, I think it's just becoming like self reliant. Like you can rely on yourself. Like I think it's, it's, it's really, it's not, none of this is a bad thing, but personally I want to be my own safety net. And I think that um, for the longest time, maybe I relied a little too much on my friends, on my family, on my loved ones to kind of help me soothe myself, which is not a bad thing at all, but I love a challenge. I love growth. I love like competing with myself and pushing myself to the next level. And I really think the next level was completing this circle of, okay, there's a, a, a situation. I want to feel better and I have to run to myself to make myself feel better. That is really, that is so true. And that's something that is so admirable about you is that you don't run away from this type of challenge that we're going, that we're all going through right now and these learning phases. You actually leaned into it and was like, universe, like this is what you are allowing me to do right now and let me take the learning lessons and let me grow from it. That's, that's really, I don't know if I'd be strong enough to do that. I mean, you never know because, I mean, we all have our, our moments and our different uh, kind of chapters of strength. You know, life is in chapters and sometimes we're stronger, sometimes we're not. And I've definitely run away from other things, 100%. Just literally got on a plane and ran, you know. But this time I was like, let me, let me walk through it and see and see how it goes. And I'm so happy that I did it because even though it's so painful, I mean – I was just on a social distanced walk with a uh, social distance walk with one of my friends. And we were talking about, um, we both live alone and we both have our own businesses and we both, you know, are on the computer all day long speaking to other people about, you know, like some people aren't getting my zine in the mail. Some people aren't getting her clothes in the mail. So we're dealing with all of this uh, human, hu we're confronted by humans all day long that like, that need something, which is fine. You know, like my clients need something. People on Instagram are asking me where my laptop stand is from. You guys just Google it, you know? Um, but that, um, I lost my train of thought. I don't know where I was going. You oh yeah, so it's still difficult. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's difficult, you know? Like it's not all gumdrops and roses. And I think Instagram and those who have a community on Instagram that's like one of the biggest caveats is that people think we're just like frolicking about, but really, truly, 
we've built something that we have to maintain on our own and we're constantly, you know, in communication with people and having to walk towards the good and it's just, it's not, it's not all easy breezy, but I know that going through this is going to make me a better person. So even though, yes, I decided to stay here and be alone and walk forward. I mean, I still cry at night, you know, whatever. <laughs> I love that. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. I mean, and that's the thing, like someone literally DM me to their like, Bianca, how do you deal with a bad day? And I was like, honestly, girl, you just, it'll pass. Like you just go through it. Let's say you don't do anything productive. You eat something shitty. You cry all day. I literally the other day just like lied on my floor on my back for, I think three hours. If that, if that's what you have to do, that's what you have to do. You know, like life is so long. Life is so, um, full of opportunity. Not every single moment you have to be killing it or doing something or keeping yourself busy. Like just effing sit there, just sit there and let it, let it unfold let it calm down, let your cortisol levels go back down, find clarity. And then all of a sudden you're going to look at that pile of clothes over there and be like, yo, I got to clean that up. Let me get up and do that. <laughs> I love okay, that. So, oh, no. you go, no, no, okay. So you mentioned that you've been eating a lot, but you are our nutritional goddess. So talk to us, maybe if someone is struggling during this time, <clears throat> me, to really, you know, find that balance between just like binge eating because I'm like, fuck it, it's quarantine, who cares, it's what makes me feel good, but then the next day I feel like shit and then I go back to my, you know, trying to cook and whatever and nourish my body and nurture it, like how, what kind of tips do you have for people who are just trying to balance this new type of routine like a, either it's cooking or it's just eating at home all the time and snacking at your disposal totally totally well I am not gonna say things that you want to hear the reality and and it, it breaks my heart because I wanted someone to tell me Bianca it's okay and to hold me and say, it's fine, like eat the chips, it's fine, you know? And to, and to say, tomorrow's a new day. And it's true, tomorrow is a new day. But if it makes you feel bad, then it's just simply not fine, mm -hmm. you know? So what I've been telling a lot of my clients and oops, I say this on the phone because I think if I put it like publicly on Instagram, some people aren't ready to hear the truth because the truth hurts. And in a way, and I say this with so much love and for everyone's best interest, but it's a matter of having a lot of love for yourself and a lot of self-worth and a lot of holding yourself really high and knowing that you're your own kingdom and your own goddess or God and saying, I'm, gonna, I, I'm the only one that's going to protect myself and take care of myself. And I love myself enough to not put myself through pain. So binge eating or under eating, overeating, restricting yourself is a form of pain. And there's absolutely no logical reason to put yourself through pain um, over and over and over again. I think a few times is great because you learn. I'm all for going through the pain. Like with clients, for example, I say, if they're like, 
I can't live without pizza. I'm like, fine. You and I both know that pizza has zero value for you. No nutrition, no nutrition. There's no vitamins, minerals, nutrients. It's food for the soul. Wonderful. Eat it. See how you feel. And the second it starts bringing you pain, reassess your relationship with the pizza and try and find a healthy relationship with the pizza. And it's about kind of detaching emotion and seeing food as an object, just like we would see it as skincare. You know, you can't buy all of the skincare and put it all on your face at once every single night. You will break out, you will ruin your pH, all of these things. And it's the same with food. Life is so long. We can buy, we, in theory, we could eat pizza three times a day, every day if we wanted to, but why would we? So why don't we eat it every now and then when it's going to really feel good? And it's the same with snacks. It's the same with going to the grocery store and buying, you know, all of these fun things, fun foods to have around. It's like, let's assess the relationship and try and not have such an extreme mentality and be like all or nothing. Let's look at that bag of chips and say, you know, in theory, if I really wanted to, I could have a bag of chips for every meal for the rest of my life, but I know that's not going to serve me. So why don't I just have chips like every other day? And then every other day doesn't feel good either. So you're like, okay, every third day. And then every third day doesn't feel good. So then you're like, okay, twice a month. And then you slowly wean yourself off of it. And then every now and then you're like, hmm, I could go for a bag of chips. You eat it and you're like, well, I feel great because most of the time I'm actually eating foods that don't make me feel crappy. Does that make sense? I love that you just said that because I feel like you can apply it to, I mean, that's kind of the mindset that I've always taken with other things, not food, like changing your habits, changing your life, starting your business, all these things. And I think it comes across kind of aggressive sometimes. And Mads thinks also that sometimes my approach can be aggressive. But like at the end of the day, like does it serve you or not? And if it doesn't serve you, it's fucking out. That's that's what it is. Like you have to look at all aspects of your life. And yeah, like and and, and if it if it is causing you pain, that's your ego holding you down on a certain, you know, frequency that you should not be on. You can rise above that and get on a higher frequency, but the pain is letting go of those old habits that feel like your comfort zone. Because if you don't eat, if you don't overeat, or if you don't black out, or if you don't veg and watch TV all day at the end of the day, you have to confront where you're actually lacking in life. And that's an emotional journey. And that's where the other pain starts. There's other pain on the other side, but it's the only way through. It's literally the only way through. Yeah. And I think it's a journey that we have to drench coat, dampen, soak with love. Because yes. if, it, if we do it with any other way, it's going to feel like hell. Mm -hmm. But if you tell yourself, I am doing this, I'm going through this because I love myself so much and I want better. It's not that you deserve better. It's not that you should have better. You want better. And if you want to feel better and just be in a, in a better existence, if you will, then, then, then you'll go towards it, you know? And, and it's hard. It's so hard to, to walk away from the comfort zone, you know? And by no means am I perfect. By no means do I not reach for the comfort things, but I've just learned from my past that I just don't want to engage with anything that does not lift me to the highest mountain. Highest mountain. <laughs> we only want the highest mountain for you and for everyone. For everyone. you And, and that's the thing. It's like, you have to want it for yourself because you yeah. should, because why not? Because I really truly believe, call me crazy, but I believe anything is possible. 
Amen, girl. Okay. Another um, realm that I want to touch on is books because I think that you have a really great recommendation list when it comes to um, just like peaceful and soothing books. And anytime I look on Instagram and you're reading something, I feel, I I don't know, my like soul like skips a beat because I'm just so nourished by the, by the different uh, recommendations you have. So what have you been reading currently or just something that will help lift people's spirits? You know, I, to be honest, have not been diving super deep into one book. I always have like three on the burner, but I will say this. I actually am really diving into a human right now. So a friend recommended this guy to me. His name is Mark Groves. Do you guys know Mark Groves? Yes, but I've never read anything by him, but I know him. Yeah. So he's not, he doesn't write books, but he is like, he has a whole world, if you will. He's a human connection specialist. So the reason why I gravitated towards him is because I think right now more than ever, our human connections are suffering the most. You know, we can't see people in person. We can't go out and hang out. We can't meet new people, kind of, you know, and like, Friendships are changing. Friendships are evolving. We're getting closer to some people and clo- and like distant from others. And me being me, I'm like, okay, let's unpack this. Um, I'm like, okay, so why did this friendship fizzle? Why is this friendship becoming so strong? Like, why do I feel the need to run to this friend? Why do I feel the need to run away from that friend? Why do I feel the need to run to a man? Why do I feel the need to run away from a man? Um, And me just being like curious and that stuff kind of like piquing my interest, the way that humans work, he has um, like, he does these like IGTVs, he does lives, he does podcasts, he has courses. He's just this all around information giver. And don't judge me on this one, guys, because he's mostly, he mostly talks about um, romantic relationships, but I really think that we can take that that information and apply it to absolutely every relationship possible. Like, I think one of the things I've learned the most is from him, from Mark Groves, is to live in the truth. Like, we make up so much of a relationship in our mind, and we have to remind ourselves, what's the truth? So for example, if you're like, oh my god, I think she doesn't like me anymore, what's the truth? That, that, That may not be the truth. We may just be making it up in our heads. You know, what's the reality of the situation? Because making up a story is giving you anxiety and there's no reason to do that. I, I suffer a lot from that exact paradigm. And it's something that I've been uncovering in therapy for the past two years is I really conjure up intense fantasies to the point where I feel I, I don't know what's what's fantasy and what's and what's reality anymore. That those lines have completely been blurred because I've ingrained this certain perception that someone's had of me um, and their imprint on me that it's so ingrained in my in what I see and what I think that I literally can't unlearn it, or it's at least taking a long time to unlearn it. So that really that that's amazing. I I, I need to dive into him because that's a it's incredible how much you can just based on such minimal information and minimal reactions and interactions with the, with human beings, how much you can just 
create in your head <laughs> based on one that, comment. But isn't that so cool that if you have the power to create a reality that's not even there necessarily, you have the power to create any reality that you want that actually is there? Like you completely can yeah, change your complete perspective on everything capacity. and all of a sudden like your life looks different, you know? So if your brain has that negative capacity, it also has that capacity to do it in a positive way, which is so cool. Yeah, that's the scary part. That's, you know, and that's why anything is possible because if you really want something, I really believe that you can we have so much power, all of us. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's just like tapping into that and believing it. I think honestly, at the end of the day, it's about believing in yourself and saying like, if you, if I want this, then make it happen. And it could be as easy as I want to have fresh flowers in my house every week, which is not my dream, but like, let's say it's someone else's, then th you will find a way to make it happen. You know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Amen. Okay. So you mentioned that you're learning a lot during this kind of incubation period and self-isolation that we've all found ourselves in. What is something for the better that you've learned about yourself during this time um, that you hope and probably will carry on into your life afterwards? Uh, I think there's, there's a lot of things. I think honestly, one of them is that it's actually not that bad, like in general, like so many of us are so uh, trapped in these stories, I think in our heads of, uh, like literally SOS, SOS, but like, what's the reality right now? Like, thankfully, individually, it's not that bad, you know, like, yes, I'm not getting, I'm literally getting less than half of the work that I would usually get. Um, I have clients canceling on me all the time, which is fine. And I think it's because, you know, they wake up and they're like, I'm ter I cannot handle this today. I don't want to, I don't want to face it, you know, which is fine. And like, there's so much suffering around me. There's businesses closing. I mean, the, the, the suffering is endless. It's all truly endless, but my eyes are open and that's, that's lucky you know, and it's just like taking count of like the little things and being like, Hey, it's actually not that bad. That little thing that's bothering me, let it go because it's really not that bad. And it's, it's not like invalidating my own feelings because all, I really truly believe that all my feelings are valid, but I think it's very easy to get carried away, you know, and be like, ah, and just like let yourself spiral and it's natural and it's normal. But I've been really trying to tell myself like, Bianca, it's actually really not that bad. Move forward, you know? Um, so this notion of, of, of living in the reality, living in the truth, um, like taking things at face value for what they are. Um, it's, I think it, it's so many things and it's hard to put it, it's hard to sum it up, you know, because we're still in it and I'm obviously still working on these things and I also haven't put them into practice. You know, I think we're all like also terrified unfortunately for that moment when quarantine is lifted and we have to interact again and figure it all out again. And then what we thought that we, we thought that we were strong or we came out with a lesson, but then we lose it. And you know, and there's just like all this stuff. And I think that ultimately it's just about like reminding yourself it's not that bad and be just like flowing and like submitting to the reality, which is it's going to be so up and down. It's so uncertain. So just accept it as 
uncertainty and, and, and believe in yourself enough to know that you got your own back. Like no matter what happens, you're going to get through it. You're going to grow from it. You're going to figure it out. And just like giving yourself that gift of like literally being like, Hey, I got, you no matter what, this is going to be a shit storm. It's going to be up. It's going to be down. It's going to be all around, but you got it. And because I got you. I love you. Love you. I love, literally love you guys for like truly giving me a space to just say my things and you guys support me so much. Thank you. I love you. Oh my gosh. I love you so much. Okay. Before we go, I do want to say something that like the number one, not the number one reason, but a major reason why I adore you is I think you take your influence and community so seriously. And I think a lot of individuals, whatever, if you want to call them influencers, you want to call them, you know, so people on social media who have followings and people who listen to them, they either take it for granted or they don't understand the responsibility or even don't want to take on the responsibility of having people listen to them. And I think you are an incredible example of how to be on social media and have that community and what you're supposed to offer to them and what you're supposed to, you're, you're only lifting people up. And it's just, I, every time you post, I'm like, smash that like button, smash the comments. Cause you're just adorable. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I think it comes from, you know, I haven't always had a community on Instagram and before this I was, using Instagram like anybody else, you know, like collecting outfit photos. And I also saw all the models and the Bella Hadids and the this and the that and the planes and the travels and the bags and everything. And I also was like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) You know? And I, and then slowly I started gaining a following and I thought, I, it's just, number one, it's just simply, it's just simply not who I am. Like for some reason, I just, I'm not really called to like the utmost glamorous of glam because it's just, it makes me uncomfortable. I, I don't know why. I just like, I, it doesn't really call my attention. Um, but at the same time, I mean, I love having my nice, good quality things and I love traveling and things of this nature, but I don't know. I think it's just this notion of, of gratitude at the end of the day and like looking around my apartment and being like, I have what I need. I don't need more. And if I receive more, why not give it? Because I, I actually just don't have enough uh, capacity to hold all of this. You know, like I like feeling free. I like being able to sleep at night. And I think if I wasn't mindful, if I didn't live my life with integrity in a 360 fashion, I would just combust. I wouldn't be able to go out on the street and like speak to someone face to face. I would feel guilty. I would have this guilt. And I think that I also don't want to create something damaging because I wasn't necessarily damaged by Instagram, but I also was like, oh my gosh, I need the next this. Oh my gosh. Uh, I need perfect skin, perfect hair, perfect this, perfect that, perfect apartment, perfect, perfect, perfect. And it, I never got to a point where I looked around and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in this perfect bubble and I actually don't like it. I would say I like walked two steps towards perfection and I was like, wow, fuck this. This is a lot of work. And I just gave it up. And it literally took, a, it probably was like a day. I Not even, like I just, I think, you know, I believe a lot in astrology and I believe a lot in just, I don't know, 
the luck of the draw, I guess the way that I was born or created, I just have never really strived towards perfection, like it, maybe to a fault. Um, I'm an Aries Taurus cusp. We're really powerful, but I also have some of that Taurus in me, which is like a little, just like relaxed, you know, like we're that bull lying down in the flowers, like Ferdinand, you know, and I'm just like, I, I got my little flower patch. I'm good, you know? So, but I think at the end of the day, I just know that I wouldn't be able to sleep at night if I didn't carry integrity throughout everything I do. And I don't know, I just, it's just like, it just happens. And I hate to not give you an answer as to how it happens or why I do it. I think it's just truly in me and I have chosen to honor it and follow it. It's transparency. You're just, you're able, you, you cannot be anyone other than yourself and it shows and it's, it's incredible to keep it up. Okay. Let everyone know where they can follow you because as, as if they don't know already, we obviously sing your praises. So let it, let everyone know where they can follow you. Thank you. Well, Mm -hmm. thank you to you guys. Um, but you can follow me at V Bianca V on Instagram and all of my nutrition information is there. I have um, a donation based nutrition service that anyone can call and we can talk about food and well being um, on a donation basis. And then I do have a little wellness pamphlet. It's called a zine for those of us that aren't familiar with the word zine. I mean, I don't know. I never know. So I say pamphlet zine. Um, and you can get some of that if if you feel like you want a new read. Um, yeah. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We love you. And you can find us at OKSIS Podcast. See you later, sisters.